Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And in the studio with us today, we have an amazing local business. Someone that I discovered, I think I, we've talked about my shoulder issues like a We have times talked about show. your body so many yeah, times. so many times. <laughs> I'm so, so glad times. you discovered people to help you. I finally found someone to help me. So um, I thought it's time to bring them in here so I, other people can be helped as well. So joining us on the show today to talk about osteopathic medicine is Sylvain Mancuso, who owns uh, Mancuso Therapy here in the greater Moncton area, St. John, and soon to be Fredericton? Yeah, I hope to. Yeah. <laughs> it's always challenging to grow, but yeah. Yeah, we hope to open Fredericton soon. Okay. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. When did you start the business in, you started here in Moncton? Yeah, uh, I arrived uh, 11, year, 11 years ago now. I come from France at the beginning. We just beginning in Dieppe. Uh, just rent a room and grow slowly and uh, we just begin to expand in St. John uh, last year. We already expanded before in Florenceville. Oh, yeah. uh, the idea is to bring uh, osteopathy care to small community because often they don't have too many things and you know if we want to help people it's trying to move around. And uh, now we are in St. John, uh, still trying to grow. And the next step will be Fredericton. We really want to try to bring osteopathy all around New Brunswick to try to help more people. Fantastic. So like you said, you came from France 11 years ago and you worked as a physical therapist in France before you moved here. Um, and then you expanded to what you're doing now. So how about you tell us like about that transition? I did my physiotherapy study in France and uh, begin to work as a physiotherapist, you know, seeing patients and all that. And uh, one day I had a, a patient came for a sciatica pain. And I was very new in the field and I opened the book at sciatica pain in physiotherapy and I tried everything. I think she was my guinea pig for many things, you know. <laughs> and uh, after five, six sessions, no big result, you know, she's feeling better, but one, two days coming back, you know, and it's, you know, when you do this type of work, physio, caro, massage, osteo, you really want to improve the life of your, of your patient, you know, and I was turning around and doesn't find anything. And I begin to talk with uh, the owner of the clinic wh where I was working and I said, okay, I'm stuck. What can I do? You know, she said, okay, can, can you just send me the patient and I will see what's going on, you know, and, um, she saw the patient two times and the pain was gone. And I say, okay, maybe I missed something, you know? <laughs> I don't know if it's with my Italian arrogant side, or I don't know, but to say I need to find a way to help more patients, you know? And I talked to her and she said, okay, this patient had an ankle injury two years ago and she was limping and the back was just the, um, visible part of the iceberg. You know, the back was trying to do the job of the uncle. Mm. And I say, okay, where, where can I learn that? You know, and she said, um, do your osteopathy study. And I was not ready to jump again for five years. I did a few manual therapy course to try to improve my manual therapy technique. And after two years, I still, I had better results, but the mechanic side was not enough, you know, just manipulation. Sometimes it's not enough. And I talked with one of my teacher and he said, if you really want to go to the next step, try osteopathy. And I jumped on five years uh, course in France, but it was a part time 
with, um, I, w I was physio, had my own clinic, and at the same time, I was going to school, it was very interesting because I can use the technique I learned directly to really try to change my way to work and uh, bring me to the osteopathy. Yeah. One of the things when I started going to your clinic here in Moncton, um, first of all, uh, when you say uh, osteopathy, people don't know what it is. No, they I don't. know. It's one of the <laughs> biggest don't. struggles yeah. we have. Yeah. And I still, I, I know that uh, it has helped me immensely and people go, well, what did they do? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know what you did, but it worked. Um, so that's why I wanted to bring you on today because um, you did tell me one time we had a meeting and you told me that uh, like osteopathic medicine is something that was created in North America. Yeah, right. Uh, it was Andrew Taylor Steele. It was a physician in the 80, I think he began the school in Kurtzville, Iowa, I think. And it's still there now. And uh, stopped uh, osteopathy school there because he was trying to find a way to help more on the root cause of the issue. You know, sometimes, as I say, the, the symptom is just the visible part of the iceberg, you know, uh, because you can have a knee or an ankle flaring up because there is something else going around. And he was really in this field to try to understand why he has an issue. And um, he, he began to, to do his thesis about how he can help people with only manual technique with no medication, you know, just no, no drugs, anything, just try to help the body to heal by himself, you know. And uh, it was in the 1880, and the first batch of uh, therapists was in 1892, I oh, think, wow. something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was in US, and uh, after few other school of osteopathy uh, was was beginning in US. Uh, some uh, physician from UK came to US to learn osteopathy, came back to uh, UK, create, uh, I think now there is only five or six, school, six schools in US, in uh, UK. And after a few physicians from France came to UK to learn and they opened some school in uh, France and after uh, some French people came to Canada and began some school in in, um, in Canada, it's where I didn't I never understood why yeah. it was just just you know the border is there they just <laughs> go there you know and they just do all around maybe it's the way to learn more things you know and yeah the, the Andrew Taylor Steele was really to to try to understand the patient as a whole you know uh, it's not only the physical side is how the mindset of the patient can completely change, you know, uh, how he's going to react some a few inform outside information and can have some pain. Uh, one of the other uh, principles that uh, Andrew Taylor still was pushing on was um, structure gov govern function. The idea is if we take a elbow and we have some muscle around, we can draw that, we have some muscle around. If the structure of the elbow doesn't work correctly is going to impact the muscle, you know. Mm -hmm. But when the muscle is impacted, it's going to reduce the function of the elbow because it's going to reduce the, the range of motion. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, uh, all this information are going in the sympathetic system, 
with a neurological system and it's going to switch everything in the area. And for example, you can have some elbow issue which is going to give you some upper back issue or shoulder issue because it's just a relation between one, the mechanic side, but at the same time, the neurological side that's going to change all the neurological system. And uh, uh, Andrew Taylor Steele was really, okay, if we want to have a good function, we need to be sure that the structure is working correctly, was one of, one of his principles he pushed on. And another one was all the fluid needs to um, flow correctly. You know, uh, we, if we talk again about the muscle, uh, it needs blood. And if the blood doesn't go correctly to the muscle, the muscle can't work correctly. And it's why it's very important to have a good uh, blood flow going to the muscle. And it's why when we see a patient, for example, for upper back or a shoulder issue, we are going to work on the spine because uh, on, on the spine and uh, all around the spine, we have all the nervous system who control the blood flow. And it's why when you have a shoulder issue or a elbow issue, we really need to check what's going on in the upper back because that's the way the blood flow is going to the area. And it's why when you see a, a therapy or an osteopath for anything, okay, we are going to look about the issue, you know, if you come for the shoulder, for the elbow, but we are going to look about the wrist Okay, the, about the wrist on the mechanic side, about the shoulder on the mechanic side, but at the same time, we need to check about the spine if everything is moving because every limitation of mobility on your spine is going to change the blood flow in the area. And uh, the last things, uh, we are, the, the idea of Andrew Steel was not, we are not there to heal patient, we are just, here to facilitate the self-eating of the patient. When we check the structure, everything is in line. Normally, the body is going to self-regulate himself. And from that, we are going to be sure that the patient is going to feel better. It's why we don't see patient too often in osteopathy. You know, we see the patient maybe two, three times at the beginning on a two, two, two three weeks uh, gap between the session because we need to let the body to do its job. Mm -hmm. If I see a patient every two times a week, the body doesn't have the time to self-regulate it and we don't know if we are, we are working on the right things because we're always pushing on the same, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, the, the job of the osteopath is not treating the patient, it's just helping the patient to feel better and ill by himself. And the same things if I talk about my patient the one I miss, you know, she had back pain, but I need I, my my colleague work on the ankle, and when she work on the ankle, that's the knee. The system begin to move again, and we need to let the system to take the time to be mobile again. Often, when I see a patient, the first things I do, I'm checking how he's walking, because it's the best way to see how he's moving, you know? You don't touch the patient and you can just see how he's going to walk, how he's going to balance, because we are in 2D, but the system is in three dimension, you know, when you see all the spine, how the posture is, because the same things, the posture is going to change how the muscle move 
you know. If um, the psoas is a big muscle in the hip area, is the hip flexor, but if your posture is bad and the psoas is here and going to the leg, uh, if the posture is bad, this muscle is going to be to reduce his length and is going to change all the system. And it's why we work in a world to try to understand all the things together to be sure that we help the patient on the, on the long run. Okay. This episode has been brought to you by our dear friend, Tracy McLaughlin, a food freedom counselor. So what does that mean? Well, Tracy has lived her life on endless diets. And at some point realizing, you know, you only get praised when you lose weight. And then you're left to feel awful when you gain the weight back. It's time to take charge of your life. If you're feeling like Tracy, and let's face it, 99% of us who are living our lives thinking we need to be something different than what we are, I'm gonna highly recommend you have a chat with Tracy. Tracy has been there, she's done it, and she has decided to make peace with food and her body and she could help you make peace with food and your body as well. Tracy has a nutrition certification and she does work in social work, which she's been doing for over 20 years. She owns her own healing journey food practice called Food Freedom Counseling. If you'd like to talk to Tracy, you can find her through her social media channels. You can find her on Instagram at tracy.mclaughlin or you can find her on Facebook at tracy.mclaughlin. It must be fascinating for you just to like watch people walk by oh, yeah. and try to yeah. like not constantly be like, oh, I can see this is, oh, yeah, yeah. you need to do this. I could send <laughs> business card all the time. <laughs> when I was doing my, 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 the gait analysis is one of the things I really like because it's something that you really can see how the patient is moving, you know? And at the same time, you can see a little bit of the mindset because as I said, osteopathy is a wall and we think about helping the patient to step up about his mindset too, because many people think I'm in pain, I can't do anything and just try to bring them back. And when someone is walking depressed, it's like that, you know, mm -hmm. and all the posture is going to change, you know, but if we look just about the body, is not going to be enough because, okay, we relying things, but his mindset is still like that, you know? And we really try to help the patient in a wall to try to help him say, okay, now you can move, now you can do things, you know? Because when we treat a patient, for example, we, we always give some exercise to do because our job is to give more mobility and their job is to use, you know, if, we go, if, we go, if you go to the osteopath and stay the next two hours in a coach and wait, not going to help too much you know but yeah I really like when I was physio I was just sitting I did my physiotherapy study in Paris and I was just sitting at a coffee and watching people walking you know <laughs> I think maybe people think I was weird but you know I really like that <laughs> so if you see someone doing this now yeah. now you know okay, why yeah, no, no worry I'm just sitting down in my coffee and watching people <laughs> I think it's fascinating when you're sitting standing here and explaining you know, of course, the ankle impacts the knee, impacts the back. It seems so simple, and yet for so long, most of us, most health practitioners, haven't been looking at it this way. Like right? a whole like body that form. the whole. Yeah, yeah but um, because often we, 
we are very focused on uh, uh, outcome oriented. Mm. And a patient come, I have back pain, okay, let's go to work on the back. The idea is the patient needs to leave the session with no back pain. But if you see in the big picture, what you really want, you want that the patient will not come back for back pain. And you need, and it's why, and I did the same for years, I was refocusing really on the outcome. You know, the patient come, I have back pain, okay, let's go work on the back pain. I have ankle pain, let's go to work on the ankle. But taking the idea of say, okay, you have that, but we really need to know why you have this issue. And not every patient will like that, you know, they, they like fast results. Many people want the magic pill, you know, and our way to act sometimes, as you said, what he's doing, you know, what he's putting his hand there, I have pain here, you know, he's working on the other side. And often it's some patient will just say, okay, no, it's not for me, you know, I really want to have my magic pills and it will be done. And I think it's why so many therapists are just trying to help patients, mm -hmm. but they don't, they can't or they don't have this way to think, okay, okay, you have back pain, but it's not the back. Because yeah. I just talk about the structure, but all the visual system, all the fascia with the insertion of the visceral on the, on the spine can pull, you know, on the system too. So let's talk about um, someone going in for a session and what can they experience? Because I, like I said, I definitely walked out of there the first time. Okay. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you did anything. And then two days later, I was like, oh my God, I feel so good. But like you said, I wasn't expecting him to work on my lower back. I wasn't expecting him to be checking the way I was walking, if I could bend over and touch my toes or anything like that. The idea is just to feel how the things move and just give them a good range of motion, you know? And if we talk again about the elbow, when you look at the elbow, it's just uh, flex and extend, you know? Mm -hmm. But the idea is a, lo a lot of micro movement inside the elbow. You know, when I'm doing that, all my system is gliding, opening, gliding, opening. And it's this type of small movement which is going to affect all the mobility of the system. And it's why when he's walking, he's just trying to find which small movement doesn't work or is not there to help the global movement. Because I can take you know, I have patient coming and we, we work on the, you know, he can't bend and I had a patient recently, uh, he can't bend his elbow and uh, he, he did some therapy and it was the same issue and the, the flexion was not an issue, it was the opening and closing of the elbow, you know, can I, can I? Sure. Yeah, when, when you see that, you can mm -hmm. feel that there is a movement there and if this movement is not there, you can you can move, you know, mm. because it's completely restricted. And at the end, when you come to see the therapist, you say, okay, I can bend. Okay, well, I'm going to help you to bend. But the idea is really the micro movement. And what Isham, or what we do, it's really check this micro movement. So, okay, that's not moving. And all the fascia needs to work, you know, because the muscle, there is a muscle, the skin, the fascia, all that together, and they need to slide together. And it's really very soft technique. But as you say, two days after, I so, said, oh my gosh, he did something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something happened. Yeah, it's like literally something yeah, moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, a remarkable experience. And um, I wanted to talk a bit too, because a, a friend of mine has been going um, for anxiety, which I think like right now, I, everybody in the world <laughs> needs sure. a we little bit of help. We could all sign up. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, I can exp 
you know, I, because I have other schooling on the side, and um, I could explain with um, more a tri triad, you know, about uh, physiology, focus, and meaning, you know. And when you are in anxiety, you are in a certain triad. And if we can break the physiology triad, is going to the the physiology side of the triad. Uh, is going to change your anxiety, you know, because we are more, more mechanic people, but if we can try, as I said, uh, someone depressed like that, we can help the system, but the depression is still there. But at the same time, when we begin to break the physiology, is going to help the mood. It's why uh, Andrew Hirastil was thinking about in a whole, because we work on the physiological side, but at the same time, it's helping all the system. And I think uh, inosteopathy is really that. We help the patient to feel better, and it's just breaking the vicious circle. I'm, I'm anxious, I'm not feeling well, you know. And we really try to help the patient not only, we do physical things, but our way to, to see the patient is really in a global way. So if after listening and watching all of this, someone's ready to come see you or your staff, how do they find you? Uh, we have a website, mancusosteopathy.com, uh, um, and they can book online directly, and it's the best way to reach us. Perfect. Thanks. So we'll make sure that's in the show notes if you're mm -hmm. looking for the website, and, that's, and it's offices in Moncton, Moncton St. John. John. And uh, coming soon, coming soon, <laughs> Fredericton. Stay tuned. Yeah, get, get your name in there. Let them know you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This you're has welcome. been super eye-opening, and I hope that a lot of people realize that maybe, especially if they think they're stuck, quite literally, to try something new. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of stuff in Moncton and San John too. There is one in Fredericton. There is other. We we have an association very reactive to try to develop osteopathy with a high level of care. The idea is really that to try to have a, a safety for the public. If people are not in Moncton, or they want to see someone else, we have other osteopaths, they can go on omb.com, I think. Okay, we'll find <laughs> that too, don't worry. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Thanks. <laughs>